1: Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to the 49ers Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast.
0: here's your host John Chapman.
1: What is going on 49ers faithful fans it is absolutely incredible to be with you on this Wednesday just got off the practice field not too long ago ate a quick dinner jumped on with the nitty-gritty Niners which was a lot of fun if you joined us over there if you haven't yet go check out their channel it's a lot it's a lot more (laughs) panel driven um it's a blast great people love Wayne love Peachy uh it was it was a lot of fun over there now What's up, Newt? He says, finally made it on time. Appreciate it. Shout out to the Countdown crew as we keep driving this. I I love it, man. And what I wanted to do today, we're going to jump into some film. You know me. Uh, We we always got film breakdowns. But I wanted to do just a quick kind of thermostat check. Man, how are we feeling? It it seems like, again, this is based off of Twitter, which is not a real place. Hashtag Dave Chappelle. Um, But it kind of gives you a feel and... Usually trends negative. Let's be real. How are we feeling? Your individual thing, like where is your state of the franchise? How do you feel about your team right now? How do you feel about the 2021 season? Even though we're two and three, uh, I feel like there's a lot of positives. You know, I almost titled this episode, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I was like, man, I don't think everything fits in those three categories. And so like, I kind of broke that up a little bit, but man, I feel like there's some great things. I really, really do. Now, is this gone the way that we wanted to? Hell no. No, not even close. Uh, Losing three in a row all by one score or less, like less than seven points, like that is just not good, especially when two of those are division opponents. Um, We definitely do not have our quarterback situation answered, even if you're one of the people that's a diehard Trey Lance, should be the guy moving forward. Um, You know, he got the knee injury and kind of all those things that are going there. Had some rough patches as well. But there's nothing that's really solidified, right? Uh, work it on me. He says, <laughs> feeling weird. weird. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, and, and so th- there are still some of those things that, gosh, we got to work on. There, there's some shaky ground with Kyle. A lot of people are really, really upset. Um, and, and, yeah, Chris, I'm mad at our quote-unquote faithful fans. Now, let me just say this. And again, this is my own opinion. I'm not a gatekeeper. That's not what I do. I'm not saying who's in, who's out. Faithful means I'm staying with the 49ers no matter what. That's just, I I went through Chip Kelly. I went through Singletary. I went through, you know, all those things. Uh, Like we went through Tom Sula. What did is, you know, Kelly, I, I felt like, sorry, Eric Dickerson. Oh my gosh, I'm all over the place. I apologize. Dennis Erickson, dyslexia striking up again. I felt like he was the worst one ever, but you've been through that. So you stay the fan, but you can still be pissed off. You can still be upset, and that is allowed. And so that, that's a place that we can you know, kind of put this out there and into the space and talk and work through some things. How can some things be solved? How can some things be improved? And again, I'm going to share with you guys a lot of very physical, hard evidence. You know, As a teacher, AP teacher, you have to prove with evidence why something is or isn't, and we're going to do that today. Shout out to Adam Garcia, as always, man. Just such an awesome dude. Uh, appreciate the gift. He said, it could be much worse. <laughs> that being said, after watching the game again, I'm encouraged by our defense. Holy cow. It, what is it that you want to focus on? The quarterback position is the most prominent position in all of pro sports. And it's so easy to put everything on there. Golly, man. We got 11 players on defense that just held Kyler Murray to one rushing yard the whole entire game. They're averaging... 34 points a game. How many they score against us? Exactly half. There are so many positives. And if you want to focus on the negative, that's there as well. But, man, do not overlook the positives. You know, I put for the good, the bad, and the ugly as I was going through those notes. I'm not going to keep referencing that. The fact that Nick Bosa is where he is after that injury last year. Incredible. Dude is... He has the highest win rate versus double teams. Um, He has the most quarterback hits versus double teams. He's got five sacks in five games. He's got twice as many tackle for loss. He's got, I mean, the dude is literally defensive player of the year conversation coming off an ACL. That's great. You look at Trent Williams on the opposing side, there is no doubt in the the closed world of the NFL, if they voted today for the all-pro teams, Nick Bose is getting it, and so is Trent Williams. Almost Trent Williams would be unanimous right now. That's how great he is playing above every other tackle in the NFL. The best, um, Debo. Good lord, look where he's at. You know he's definitely going to be involved in the conversation. So, so those are some things that you can look at and be like, "Holy cow, that's awesome." Now, Fred Warner, um, still playing Pro Bowl level football. I would argue he's probably not playing all Pro level football currently. I'm um, still good, but Some of the big plays have kind of disappeared when Drake Greenlaw left. Disease has been great, but Fred's kind of having to do a little bit more than what he's used to. Um, Let's see here. Tommy, who do you want to play quarterback versus the Colts? Um, I'll say this. I care way more about health than I do almost anything else. I really, really do. And so I was very adamant when – whenever Jimmy Garoppolo left with his calf contusion, right, – I do not want a 90% Jimmy Garoppolo out there. Not at all. And just like that, I sure as hell, (laughs) with the mobile Trey Lance, do not want a 90% Trey Lance. You know, he had the knee issue and all that kind of stuff after getting his knee twisted and running so many damn times. So whoever is healthy, if they're both at 90%, I would prefer Jimmy Garoppolo because I don't want to damage the rookie anymore. And and I don't want this to sound bad, Probably going to come off bad, but allow me to explain myself and why I'm saying this. I wish I found a better way in my head to say this correctly. If both the quarterbacks are disadvantaged because of health, you put the immobile quarterback out there and you just allow the vet to do the best that he can because he has the experience. I do not want Trey out there if he is not 100%. That's very important to me right now. It'd be different if we're playing for a Super Bowl or whatever else. But I want Trey to build confidence long term. Okay, this game versus the Colts will not define our season. It will not. It will not determine if we play for the Super Bowl or not. It will not. So Trey's future is paramount for me long term. Okay, so again, whoever's the most healthy, that's who I want out there. If they're both 100%, Tommy, I want Trey Lance out there. Um, Or at best, actually, no, I'm going to take that back. Uh, Not that I'm striding the fence here. I would like Jimmy Garoppolo to start. And I would like Trey Lance to get 20 snaps throughout the game, whether you give them series or you just let him come in on third and shorts or goal line packages. That's what I I want. Training wills getting him snaps experience without just chunking them in the water and let him run 16 times. Um, that's not what I want. Uh, <laughs> that's that's just not it at all. Um, yeah, Steven, shout out to Mitch Wisnowski um, and his work this year. He's played great. Uh, really really has played very very well um, had some exceptional games you know with special teams player of the month last month not this month uh, but that's there iron lion what's up man he says good afternoon this thursday from okinawa japan i love it i had to go to, go dark on social media because of the negativity it can't get you man it really really can't get you and you got to protect yourself if you get caught up and you get wrapped up in that yeah you, you got to leave the account you got to mute some accounts. You got to follow some non-49ers people to help balance out that negativity. Don't let that in there, man. Um, but he goes on to say, I was happy to get the alert. Give me some positivity. I freaking love it, man. Uh, yeah, let's let's have a good time and let's jump into some film. Because in this one, I'm I'm going to put this on me. If you enjoy these film breakdowns, as always, patreon.com. Type in 49ers Rush Podcast. It's the way to get them. I did a 90-minute, 90 90-minute 90 breakdown just on the offense. I'm still going to work the defense. i got a game I'm coaching tomorrow. I'm hoping to get it done before the game. We'll see what happens. Uh, Trying to get too many things done right now. Three jobs, I ain't going to lie, guys. It's whooping my butt lately. This week has hit the old Chapman guy. I am struggling, but I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Uh, And you guys freaking keep me going. I love it. So this first play, first play of the game, going to get pressure, Trey Lance escapes, whatever else. I called something wrong in this so i'm going to call myself out i don't know why i do this i control this i write the scripts i don't have to do this but i'm going to do it because i think it's important to understand and it kind of opens up a little bit more of a window to the 49ers offense namely protection scheme so here's the clip and i'm going to tell you what i got wrong later eating what's happening right here okay as soon as these guys turn and look at the wide receivers it's man coverage for the most part you've got one guy here but one, two, three, four, five. We knew they'd be blitzing a lot, and you know if you can break that contain, this is not a bad play. This is a positive play. But you don't want this to be your offense. Uh, I think it's going to take a while for Trey to break down and calm down a little bit. And but hey, you get out, and you've got these guys, these linebackers at the snap turning their backs to you. That, that that's an empty set. You're trying to force man coverage, and so you can see he's, he's reading to the right side. And you can see how he's turned and fixated on here. I don't know where this pressure comes from. We'll watch it on the backside. But hey, man, you get out. <laughs> That's a first down scramble. And he doesn't take a hit, probably more importantly. Like the speed of Trey Lance is real. And when you can run for a first down scramble and not take a hit, that is a huge win. And that is a huge momentum builder for the offense. Now let's see where the pressure comes from. we got five guys blocking. We're motioning to an empty set. So somebody's going to be free. Um, or, well, we've got it accounted correctly. We just didn't run it right. And so from the start, you could see we called it wrong. And so he calls the Mike backer here, and he was wrong. I mean, we've got five blockers. They've got five guys coming. And we're going to double team one of their worst players. And we're going to leave their best player come free. So anybody that says like, oh man, Trey Lance just looks to, to run too much. Chandler Jones is coming unblocked off the edge on the first snap of his start ever. And he turns this into a first down run. You let Chandler Jones come free and the result of the play is you run for a first down. Counts, you're freaking, you're lucky as hell is what I'm saying. Like that... Shout out to Trey because this is all Trey Lance. And so here's where I was wrong. Okay. And talked to some of my other film guys and some people with, you know, that played with the 49ers. Shout out to Rich for putting me on this. Um in Kyle Shanahan's system, at least with the 49ers since he came over, it's up to the quarterback to switch the protection on that. So Alex Mack calls basically it's just a simple numbering system. Okay. So when whenever you see the, the center point and say, hey, Mike, 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 or whatever. 54 is Mike, whomever. That just sets the offensive guard up to know you go to the right of that. That's your numbering system. Tackle, you go to the two to the right of that. Tight end, you go three to the right of that, right? So we get a zero-zero-zero call um, is how we, we call it on the high school level at the team I coach for. Okay, so that's going to help our numbers out from there on. Now it's up to the quarterback to say, okay, we want to block everybody favored to the right of that call or everybody favored to the left of that call. And he didn't correct or flip the slide protection. That's why Chandler Jones came off the edge. So in Kyle Shanahan's offense, that's on the QB. That's a lot of times where we see they'll go, can, 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 can. Because they're flipping the protection or the design of the play. Now, they have other audibles that they can use for switching those things. Sometimes can can mean turn a run to a pass or vice versa. But that's usually what you're seeing. We're sliding the protection towards the blitz. Trey Lance didn't do that. He picked up on it a little bit in the second half. So I was wrong in the video clip where I said that's on the center. Incorrect. Uh, That was on the quarterback, Trey Lance. He missed that one. And it's his first start, but he still got a first down. Like, that's what he brings to the table. He could get it wrong and still be successful because of his athleticism, because of his arm talent. And so we're going to see some of those things. Tommy, thank you for the gift. Um, He says, Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell, our last pick in the draft, is the best pick in the draft. Elijah Mitchell is awesome, man. There, there is no doubt about it that that dude is just really, really good at football. Um, And our offense, and it shows you how much Shanahan loves him over Trey Sermon, who went several rounds earlier. Trey Sermon got two snaps, guys. Two snaps, one carry. And it wasn't until the very end. So, yeah, that's, that's rough, man. That's right. What's up, Derek? How you doing? He says, Chapman is a beast. Doubleheader tonight. Yeah, man. Started breaking down film early this morning. Taught. It was the PSAT. Administered the PSAT at school today. Came home. Went coach practice. Uh, Was on Nitty Gritty Niners earlier. And now I'm here with y'all, baby. Uh, We put out content. That's all we do. That's all we do. Now, another thing that I want to get to, and I think this is one of the things that he has to fix. Okay, this came later in the second half. Probably one of my favorite plays. Would piss me off if this was Jimmy Garoppolo doing this all the time. But, again, what is a quarterback good at and bad at? One of the things that Trey Lance is bad at is it's home run or run. Like, that's it. And so I think his best thing that he's going to have to figure out is his checkdowns. And this is one of the examples. I want Trey Lance to check it down all the freaking time. I really do. I said he doesn't make people miss, and then he goes and jumps over somebody. I apologize. I love Kyle Juszczyk. Um, I do not think that he is an ideal third down running back, but God dang, he's incredible. This is awesome. Perfect, perfect read. Looks downfield. And again, whenever this backer, here's why you can do this. We might see it better from the other side. When this backer drops to the hook to curl zone and doesn't go to the flats, when there's not a flat defender, right here, you see that's Chandler Jones. Yeah, man coverage up here. He's going hook to curl. There is no flat defender. Why? One, two, three, four, five guys. They blitz the flat defender. That's a perfect read. Perfect read. I mean, this is a vet throw right here. If he can keep checking down a little bit more, peppered in with some of his deep passes, I mean, that is just really good, man. That is really good. Nice, soft, layered, like, it got touch on it, right? It's a touch ball, and right where it should be. Right where it should be. I mean, that's just soft, easy, catchable. Whoop! Go get him, Juice. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's so easy to pull for Juice. He's just so fun, man. Uh, one, I was a fullback, right? So I'm a little biased. I understand. That's kind of who I was. But, you know, William Floyd, bar none, baby. One of my favorites all time. There we go. Uh, so I love Juice. I love that dude. However, I do not see Kyle Juszczyk as your ideal third down running back. Uh, pass protection, he's as good as they get. But you got to have speed in the flats, or you got to hurdle players, which you can't expect Kyle Yuschek to do that over and over again. It's not fair to him. It's not skill set. Uh, he can step up in any situation, there's no doubt, but it's not ideal. And so, if we could get a third down running back, which we will, his name is Jamichael. Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Hasty season, baby, because he's expected to come off the IR this week and be ready to go for the Colts. That's so important because it's very clear. He does not trust Kyle Shanahan. Does not trust Trey Sermon yet. Trey Sermon's going. He's going to be the third back. Okay, so it's going to be Elijah Mitchell and it's going to be Jameis Hasty. And Hasty's going to be the predominant third down back. That's the way they used him um, when everybody was healthy, right? So whenever it was Mostert and uh, Hasty, like that's the way that it was. Uh, Elijah Mitchell came in next, and then Trey Sermon was the last to come out. Remember, so Hasty's going to bump ahead. I'm telling you that right now of Trey Sermon. So for your fantasy people, I'm telling you right now, if Jermichael if Hastie's on the waiver wire still, go get that dude, okay? In fantasy, go get him. Taryn. what's up, Taryn Lewis? This is TL, man. We were just talking a while ago. He's, he's been some facts earlier. Love what you had to say. Uh, appreciate the gift, my friend. And thank you for your service as well, for our country. Just a incredible man. Love what you do, brother, he says. Uh, keep the content coming. Will do, man. Really, really appreciate you. And, yeah, man, we're going to keep grinding. It's what we do here. Steven. Do you have any connections to the 49ers organization uh, to have someone on your show? I do have some connections uh, to a handful of people in the 49ers organization, yeah. But, man, getting people on my show is difficult in season because I have such a tiny little window to record. And this is probably one of the reasons why I don't have as many guests as I would like during the season because I got I got a 50 minute window to record a 45 minute show and if I'm off 5 minutes no episode can come out um again grading papers all that kind of stuff is just too much but I will say this uh Steven and and I, next year it's going to be different for me um You know, my wife and I, we sat down and we said, we're going to focus on this podcast. Uh, This is going to turn into my main source of income uh, and will allow me to uh, do a lot more things that I find uh, I've been lacking since I've been working three jobs. Volunteering is really important to me, especially foster care, helping kids. I can't do any of that stuff right now uh, just because I'm running nonstop. Um, And so in the future... I'm going to focus a lot more on the podcast and be able to spend my time in the community the way that I've wanted to. And my wife, you know, we're really big into some of these things. I just haven't been able to do it. So in the future, Steven, all that to say this. Stay tuned, baby. Give me a year. <laughs> this is year five. We're five and a half years into the 49ers Rush podcast, and it's grown incredibly. And I want to say thank you to everybody uh, that that's here and participating and has supported the show and the Patreon supporters. That's allowing me. To start to make changes so that I can do more content and have more people on from the organization and players and things like that. Right now, I just can't. There's no way I can. And I've had some big podcast interviews set up with some big-time people. But when it's time to record, big-time people, they don't have to meet deadlines. And so they can say, hey, man, I'm running behind, whatever else. And if that happens, I'm screwed. And so I can't do that yet. But, Steven, uh, it's coming, man. So trust me, it's coming. Uh, Mr. Superfly, do you think we're going to see a D-buck tribute when we play the Colts? No way. There's no way in hell they will. But when they call him out of, you know, as a starter, it's going to go crazy. And his first tackle, and they mentioned his name. They're going to go crazy and rightfully so. I love DeForest Buckner. I find myself rooting for the Colts anytime they play anybody besides the 49ers because of DeForest Buckner. I see that number and I get happy. Um, I love that dude, man. Yeah, We all do. Like Nobody dislikes DeForest Buckner, right? Like You can't. He's that damn good and just incredible and such a good dude. Um, I miss him. I wish we still had him. I really, really do uh it's football it's what it is thank you adam he says i <laughs> appreciate it man um and so l- let's let's jump into another clip and this one's going to be a little bit more negative life without george kittle it's not very pleasant whether you're talking the pass game or the running game you're right he changes everything our wide receivers could not get space and so, as, as you know, there's some plays where obviously they're in zone coverage. There's going to be space. Man coverage, Ayuk, Debo didn't get much space this game. Really didn't. Um, and a big reason why that was was because Kittle wasn't out there. They weren't absorbed around the middle of the field. They were absorbed deep and were able to double-team a lot of plays. So, life without Kittle, this play, I think, shows it. Usually, you have George Kittle leading the block on this toss. Um, we don't have Kittle out there. We have Dwelly out there now. Let's see how Dwelly does. This is difference a kittle makes. Did you know that you can now win up to one hundred times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, It Helps a little bit. Actually, not bad. Uh, didn't hold on, and that guy got in on the tackle. So not ideal by any stretch, but not bad either. Trent, pretty good job here. Nice reach block. We're getting some movement here. Ah, uh, Trent lost it at the end. Trent lost it at the end. But you still got some positive yards. I mean, it's not like uh, you got two yards. Not great, but that that's a defensive win again. And so, like, again, like, your lead blocker on your most successful running concept, that outside crack toss, or inside crack toss, sorry, um, you lost your lead blocker. And Dwelly's good. He had a bad game. But he's not Kittle. There's no Kittle. There is no Kittle. There's one George Kittle. And people say, like, oh, Darren Waller and, you know, all this stuff and Kelsey. No. That's a damn wide receiver. None of them can block the way. That Hebrew. Kittle changes every single yard, every single carry by two yards. Okay. So if we're averaging three, if we're averaging three yards without Kittle, it's five width. That's how important he is. Now, Niner uh, Zeno, he says, Is our current defense better than the 2020 defense? Yes. Um, it is better than the 2020 defense. Last year's with all the injuries, even though it's still top 10. And what we're probably better at than even the 2019 defense is against mobile quarterbacks. Holy cow. How the hell do you hold Kyler Murray to one yard? Should have won that game. Defense has played well enough to win the last two games. There's no doubt about that. Now, the laps at the end of the game versus the Packers, we've talked about it, we've talked about it, we've talked about it. Defense, and again, positives. Focus on the positive. D'Amico's for real, baby. He's for real. Has he been perfect? No. There's not a defensive coordinator in the NFL that's been perfect. There's not one. Bill Belichick got freaking dominated by davis mills in the texans which have no talent on their roster whatsoever so like bill belichick a lot of people consider like a great defensive mind they're right he is he's incredible that rookie quarterback freaking lit him up lit him up so everybody's going to have mistakes This is the nfl they're good too they get paid too right that's what that's what we tell like our, our players hey their coaches get paid their players can play too. Like, it's not just, it's not always, oh, I can't believe I gave up this play. Sometimes you just have to overexceed and do better. 49ers aren't doing that right now. We've got to change the way that looks, right? But it's there. It is there. Even with Ayuk, who probably the most stress and the most frustration in our fan base is with this wide receiver that we trade up in the first round for. And led our team in catches, targets, and receptions last year. What's going on with them? Well, I'm here to tell you right now. If Ayuk's covered, you throw him the damn ball. He needs targets. This dude needs to get seven targets a game now, especially with Kittle's out. I expect nine to ten targets a game. He and Debo should be on the same page whenever it comes to targets. Watch this first down play. No separation. Doesn't matter. Trusting his wide receiver. And when you have a quality wide receiver like Brandon Ayuk is. You're allowed to get him targets. Um, You know, we were not throwing him the ball very often. He only had four targets this game, but that is just such a huge conversion on third down. And the ball location is just elite. Um, I mean, he's covered. But you throw that back shoulder, and you just trust yourself and you trust your wide receiver. I mean, he is completely covered. There is no separation whatsoever, but you put it on a spot where your guy can go make a play, and I that type of guy. I don't know why we're not using him more often like that. You can tell the motion right here, the double motion. He could have been a flat defender. Now he could be the flat defender. So you do another motion. So he widens. There is no way in hell this guy can guard the flat. So you know it's one-on-one man coverage. Watch Trey look at the safety. You'll see at the top of your screen, let's see if his foot comes in here. There's a safety right here. Yep, you'll see him. Watch him. Watch him. He just stares right at the safety. Then gets his head out wide, delivers a perfect ball. Golly, and an amazing catch by Ayuk. That's an NFL play right there. Dude needs more catches. Now, his snap counts have gone up. So, like, understand, like, it's very, very easy to be like, oh, well, this and that and whatever. No, like, Brandon Ayuk got 46 snaps out of 65. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I'd like him to get more. You look at somebody like Debo, right? How many snaps did Debo get? He got 56, so he got nine more. All right, that's cool. The majority of snaps Brandon Ayuk's getting—they're not translating to targets just yet. That needs to change. You need called upon. Look to Ayuk on this play. Those things need to happen. Now, wide receiver room—holy freaking cow! I'm about to get hot. Why the hell is Travis Benjamin getting 15 snaps? Why? Dude hasn't played well in the NFL since 2013 for the Cleveland Browns when Kyle Shanahan was there. Dude was on the practice squad for a reason. Nobody wanted him. You call him up from the practice squad and you demote, you healthy scratch Juwan Jennings, who has been incredible in very limited sample size for the 49ers this, this season. That pisses me off. Then you're going to give Travis Benjamin 15 snaps of freaking what Brandon Ayuk is doing? What the hell? What the hell, man? I, I I don't know what he's trying to spark. I don't know what he's trying to do. That, that's just not what we want. (laughs) That's not it at all. Uh, Courtney, uh, she says, it honestly feels like Kyle's just giving up, especially with how he called the game. It was as if, uh, yeah, he didn't go all in on Lance and didn't bother him if he got hurt. Man, he ran him way too many times. Uh, Shout out to um, Jeremy at Chubbs 2B23. On the quarterback run plays that Lance had way too many times. Everybody knows that. Design quarterback runs there were nine that 's too many four tops that's it okay now fourth down you throw trends out the window once you get fourth down especially fourth and goal you you don 't like you're not on snap count it's score a touchdown that 's all that matters you do whatever the hell you have to do Kyle thought quarterback design runs would work on those they didn't they keyed on them instead and if you could have just done like trey lance just Shoulder down like he's going to run, step back, throw it. Oh, just one time would have worked perfect because the linebackers were sucking in and keying on that. But there were nine quarterback design runs. Seven scrambles on passes. Those aren't called for. Those are supposed to be pass plays, protection, whatever else he didn't see, he takes off and ran. And then five zone read keeps where... That's, again, he reads the, the edge player crashing, so he keeps it. So there were nine called, seven scrambles, five zone read keeps. That's way too damn many. It's just too many. It's too many. You can't do that. Um, and, and so I, I, I don't think that he gave up. I think Kyle had a bad game. I'm going to be really honest. I think he had a really bad game. And I don't think he managed things well. Um, so, yeah, you kind of take that for what you want. But it wasn't all on Kyle, and it wasn't all on Trey. It wasn't all on the offensive line. This play pisses me off just thinking about it. Ooh, buckle up, boys. Look at him. Looking to the left, climbing the pocket. Incredible ball. Just dropped. Hit him right in the hands. Get your ass out of here, man. That should help their quarterback, especially a rookie. Look at this freaking ball, man. That is a freaking dime. Layered perfectly, perfect touch. Right in the freaking hands. And if somebody says something about Wobbly, get the hell out of here. What else do you want from this quarterback? Oh, a spiral's not good enough. Really? <laughs> Their team's out there. They got rookies making highlight reel catches. They've got everybody making all these snags, and nobody complaining about anything. Like, maybe we just don't have the playmakers we need. That's a legit criticism. Look at them step up in the pocket. And throw this ball right in his freaking hands. He just took his eyes off of it. Just like Debo has twice already. Incredible, man. Like, you are digging a hole for this. Rookie quarterback spelling you out. You're a freaking, like, what, 10-year vet? Catch the fucking ball. God, that is just trash. Oh, it bothers the heck out of me, man. What's your job? Perfect read over dropping defensive end. Got a safety coming in, perfect location. God, so good. Instead, you got to punt it because number six can't catch a damn wobbly ball. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, sorry, guys. Got a little hot. Dropped an the F-bomb there. Uh, I was recording that at 4 in the morning. So <laughs> and, again, if if you listened to our last uh, Patreon breakdown, that was a 90-minute recording. Man, I got hot in there a couple of times. And, and, like, I think, man, that's we're fans, right? Like, we're fanatics. That's what it's short for. And it's great to get passionate. It's great to get pissed. Like the roller coaster of emotion that sports brings is is unparalleled. No movie can do that. No TV show can do that like football can at least for me. That's why you guys are here, right? Passion's good. Being mad is good. Attacking coaches is bad. Attacking players is bad. And questioning your fandom is bad. That's not what that is, okay? Uh so like you, you got to Man, ooh, embrace it, man. When you get pissed, whoo. Yeah, sorry for the the F-bomb. I apologize. I tried not to do that on the show. I forgot that was on the clip. And thank you to uh, Juan Solis for breaking those down and cutting those. That dude is the best of the best. He works really, really hard as well. Uh, sacrifices a lot for this show. Um, I wish I could pay him way more than I pay him. He is just the best. So I just want to say thank you to him. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Superfly, keep throwing that word around. No mercy. I know a lot of kiddos listen to that show. I, I apologize for the, the, the word. It's what it is. Now, here we go. Let's pay some bills. My bookie, baby. is there anything better than sweating out a fourth quarter win and coming away with cash in your pocket well at my bookie there is make your first deposit and receive double twice as much your money before you ever even place a bet you double your money at my bookie that's a dollar for dollar match on whatever you throw down up to a thousand dollars Now, with that extra scratch, you can get all in on the biggest games of the week, including the Sunday night matchup, Buffalo versus Kansas City, or if you want to bet the 49ers versus Cardinals. There's so much action over there. And as if you needed any other reason to head to mybookie.ag to celebrate the start of Major League Baseball playoffs, go Giants, mybookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack blackjack tournament for free. Did you hear that? $20,000 blackjack tournament for free. Winning season's here, so get in the game. Get to mybookie.ag now. Use promo code 49ers49ERS 49ERS, to get your double deposit bonus. Or you can scan the QR code on the screen right now. Again, that's promo code 49ERS. So you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. All right, before I jump out of here, I got two other big clips that I want to share. Okay, because I think... Again, I walked away after watching the offense feeling way better than I did after that game. I felt good. Trey played well, but he left a lot out there. Left a lot of meat on the bone. That's a freaking 21, first career start, don't have your tight end, whatever. Not making excuses, but I'm just trying to be real. And there were a lot of holding calls. Okay, and you got to put a lot of that on the offensive line for sure. This was one... I'm putting on Trey, okay? Trey Lance. This is a thing that he has to change. The timing of his pass. But again, you get this ball out on time. Right there, the ball should have came out. Might have been tipped. I mean, Brunskill's just being pushed into his lap. Like People, okay, so why are so many balls getting tipped? This shows you. One... Your old line's getting manhandled on the right side and you have, a right, you have a right-handed quarterback. I mean, how do you step into a throw when this dude's in your lap? And so now you got a bell and you, know, you can call holding penalties against the 49ers. You can't call them for the 49ers. But this was holding. This 100% was holding. Yeah, that's holding. And that's the best left tackle of football. However, the wide receiver was open. We saw it on the All-22. It was open. You got to get the ball out in time. He didn't do it. Now you say, well, you got your right guard getting pushed back. You got to get the ball out. That, that's your job as the quarterback, okay? And he's got to get better at that. So those holding calls will start to dissipate a little bit when the timing and anticipation is there. And that's a big reason why I think Kyle Shanahan's not ready to trust him yet. Um, and so th- that's one of the things that has to change. Timing, anticipation. Right now with young rookie quarterbacks, you see this in high school and college. You see open, you throw open, right? Trey Lance has a cannon. He can be, sit there and be patient. Okay, now he's open, boom. You look at Jimmy Garoppolo, he's the opposite. Quick release and just like pea shooter, man. Like just death by a thousand cuts because he's going to throw it before he's open because he doesn't rocket it. A little bit more of a lob, whatever. He's going to throw it before he's open and again, you throw them open. Trey, you got to see open, throw open. That's got to change. That, that's a long career arc, okay? And that, that's just one of the things that has to change. And it's not like he was doing that the whole time, but there were some examples where it was like, Ooh, that was it right there. You got to get the ball out right there. Wide receivers weren't getting separation all game, but the few times that they were, they were missed. Right. And and so that's kind of the ish, the issue there. Luke, what's up, man. Appreciate it, man. Sanu has been running good routes, tough break. Yeah, that was huge. And again, Debo dropped two passes as well. I cannot stress this enough on Twitter, on my breakdowns, on this podcast, whatever. Vets have to help and excel to make the rookie quarterback correct. Not dig holes for your rookie quarterback. Mike McGlinchey, Debo, San, uh, Sanu, like, good gosh. You guys have to step up. Daniel brudskill, Alex Mack. Come on, man. Like, help your rookie quarterback. Don't hinder your rookie quarterback. And we saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of that. But I can't leave you with that bad taste in your mouth. No, no, no. Trey Lance to Debo, something we're going to be saying for a long time. This clip I really like because it showed how good Trey Lance can be. And there's still room for improvement here. Now, this is kind of the difference between Jimmy G and Trey Lance as well. Jimmy will throw that ball right there. Jimmy's not going to elongate the play and layer it. He would have let it go earlier with anticipation. He's going to use... Trey Lance is going to use athleticism. But this is this is a damn good play. Great pass, bro. Give the rookie time to throw it. Steps up. Layers it nicely, man. Nice catch. Easy. Whenever your quarterback has time, plays can be made downfield. And you can see, man. I mean, it, it's nice. Very nice across the board. Very nice across the board. And... Props to Trey for keeping his eyes downfield. People saying he's a one-read quarterback and all that stuff. No. Look how he keeps his eyes downfield the entire time. Looks to his right. Comes back across. That's a, his that's a second read. He's Look at him. He's going to look straight to quarterback left over here. He's reading this side. Look at him. He say he's reading there. Nope. Comes back. Finds it coming across. Keeps his eyes downfield. Nice touch pass on the run. That's a great damn ball. He does that same thing on that interception play. It's a different game. And so, you know, you're looking for him fixing things and start to see, you know, positive things. This is great. He didn't rocket launch this. He didn't sell it. He didn't, like, understood the situation. Nice, decent, layered ball while on the run. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. little behind him, but, hey, nothing wrong. I, I, that's freaking awesome, man. That's what we want to see. Moving, throwing the ball on the run. Perfect spiral. Hits the wide receiver. A little behind, though, but still safe because there was space there. There's so many things to look forward to, guys. Ugh. And we might have to wait longer than we want to have Trey Lance as our quarterback every weekend, week out. That's just part of it. It's just the way it goes. Um, so don't let that ruin the fun, okay? If Jimmy Garoppolo starts, you'd be frustrated, okay? I get that. We want to see the toy. We want to develop the toy. Maybe we're just not there yet. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. The only thing I don't want to happen is where Trey Lance goes back to the bench and gets zero snaps throughout a game. That dude needs more snaps. That's what we need. Appreciate you guys. You are the absolute best as always. We got more stuff coming to you this week. Got to be this weekend. Thank you guys again. And as always, stay strong, faithful.